Hi there, guys. Dr. Spatera back again. We're reading Diary of a Wimpy Kid, Wrecking Ball. We're up to part five. This is on a Tuesday. It turns out I'm not the only one who got replaced by someone who actually knows what they're doing. It happened to Dad, too. Dad took the washing machine apart but couldn't put it back together, so Mom made him hire a plumber to fix it. It has been... It's been really inconvenient living without a washing machine. We've had to wash our clothes by hand in the kitchen sink, which is a big pain. But Roderick came up with a shortcut last night and put his dirty clothes in the dishwasher. Well, the dishwasher did a good job of washing the clothes, but not drying them. And when Roderick left the house to go to school this morning, his clothes were still wet. He used his van to air dry his clothes on his way to school. Unfortunately for Roderick, that got the attention of the police who pulled him over. That's why mom and dad call someone to fix the washing machine. But I didn't know the plumber was in the house until I walked past the laundry room. The guy must have known what he was doing because he got the washing machine up and running. But things ended kind of awkwardly when Manny tried to pay the plumber using mom's credit card. Wednesday. When I came home from school this afternoon, there were a bunch of workers and heavy machinery in our yard. I was super excited because that meant this addition was finally happening for real. The guy was using a backhoe to dig the hole for the foundation, and it was crazy to see how powerful that thing was. Me and Rowley tried to dig a hole to China once, and we quit after a few hours. But if we could have gotten our hands on one of these things, we might actually have pulled it off. I'm wondering if the crew would let me take the backhoe out for a spin, because I could use it to pull the most epic prank ever at my school. It was pretty hot today, and I think Mom felt bad for the guys who were working hard, so she made some cold drinks and brought them outside. It kind of backfired, though, because after that, the workers started coming inside to use the bathroom. And when a line formed for the downstairs bathroom, the biggest guy in the construction crew headed upstairs to find another toilet. And that guy was carrying a magazine, so I get the feeling he wasn't heading up there to go number one. I wanted to try and stop him, so I pressed the test button on the smoke detector to set it off. The workers all got out of our house pretty quick, but they weren't the only ones who thought there was an actual emergency. Manny thought so, too. And when the smoke detector went off, he threw all his stuffed animals out his bedroom window, then hopped onto the pile. Mom and Dad weren't happy with me for the smoke detector thing, but I don't think they were crazy about the workers using our bathrooms either. So this evening, Mom ordered one of those porta potties for the work site. Now everybody's happy. Friday. Yesterday, the construction crew poured concrete for the foundation, and today they started framing the addition. I thought it was pretty cool seeing how everything was coming together. Unfortunately, Dad noticed that I was interested in what was happening outside, and that put an idea in his head. Dad said this project was a good opportunity for me to learn from real professionals and to pick up skills I can use down the road. I wasn't really on board with that plan, though. Most of these construction workers look like they got really rough hands from working with all that heavy equipment. But I use all sorts of lotions and creams to make my hands nice and soft. And I'd like to keep them that way because my hands are my best feature. But that was exactly the wrong thing to tell my dad because it earned me a one-way ticket outside. I don't know why dad sent me out there and not Roderick. Manny actually wanted to go with me, but dad told him he was too young to help. And Manny didn't take it that well. Dad told me I needed to find the person in charge and see how I could pitch in. 
So I asked around, and someone introduced me to the foreman who was in his trailer. I guess the foreman was too busy to deal with some middle school kid, so he told me to go find a guy named Buddy and talk to him. Well, Buddy was pretty easy to find, especially since he had his name tattooed on his forehead. Buddy was working with some guys on the framing, so I thought I'd start off by telling them who I was, but they weren't as impressed as I thought they should be. I told these guys I was out there to help them, so Buddy told me he had a really important job, which was to hold up a wall they had just framed. And I did feel pretty important for a while, at least until I realized the wall was holding itself up on its own. Once I understood it was a prank, I figured this is just the way construction workers joke around with one another. So I picked up a hammer and asked Buddy if I could nail some boards together or something. Buddy told me that would be great, but I was holding a left-handed hammer and I needed to go find a right-handed one. So I asked around the job site and it took me a long time to realize that was a joke too. It hit me that since I was the youngest guy out here, the other workers didn't respect me. I figured they wanted me to quit, but I didn't want to give them that satisfaction. I decided I was going to prove myself by working hard and moving up the ranks, and maybe in a week or two I'd have guys like Buddy reporting to me. So I went around the construction site, finding things I could do to help out. I filled some buckets with water for workers who were mixing concrete, and I moved a pile of gravel out of the way when a truck needed to get through. By the time we broke for lunch, I was feeling pretty good about myself, but I didn't want to kick back and relax because then these guys would think I was lazy. So when lunch got delivered, I went around the job site handing out everyone's orders, and that made me really popular. One guy named Luther was in the middle of mixing a batch of concrete, so I had to wait before I could hand him his meatball sub, and to be extra helpful, I unwrapped it for him so he'd be able to have it as soon as he was finished. But I wasn't being careful, and the meatball slid out of the sub and into a bucket of wet concrete. Luther didn't look like the kind of guy who'd be happy about a meatball sub with no meatballs in it, so I tossed the rest of the sub into the bucket and backed away. And I'm glad I got out of there when I did, too, because when Luther accused Buddy of stealing his meatball sub, things got ugly. I snuck back to the house, then locked the door behind me, and when Dan asked me why I wasn't still out there working, I told him I was retired. Sunday. Things were actually moving along with the addition until our neighbors started complaining. Mr. LaRocca had an issue with the noise because he works the night shift at a hospital and needs to sleep during the day. So mom's been asking the workers to try and keep it down, but that's not easy to do when you're dealing with hammers. Our other next door neighbor, Mrs. Tuttle, isn't happy about the addition either. Apparently, one of the workers rolled a wheelbarrow onto her property and trampled some of her flowers, and now she wants us to replace them. And it's not just our next-door neighbors, either. Mrs. Rutkowski lives diagonally across the street, and I guess one of her cats got into our yard and stepped on a nail, so she told Dad he had to pay the vet bill. All this complaining is just slowing things down and making the project take longer, so the only person who's actually making any progress around here is Manny. He found a toy toolbox in the basement, and he took some scrap wood out of the dumpster. I'm not exactly sure what he's building in the backyard, but it looks pretty impressive. The dumpster is definitely the best thing about this project. Whenever the trash can in my bedroom gets full, I just empty it into the dumpster, which is right outside my window. What's even better than that is how easy it is now when I have to put the trash out on Sunday night. It's my job to put trash stickers on all the bags, then take everything down to the curb, and that's a giant pain, especially when it rains. 
But with the dumpster, I don't even have to deal with the stickers. I can just chuck the bag straight in. Tonight, I made a pretty stupid mistake, though. I didn't feel like taking each trash bag out of the garbage can, so I tried to empty it into the dumpster all at once. Unfortunately, I didn't realize how heavy the trash can was, and I couldn't get it all the way over the top of the dumpster. So the whole garbage can tipped backwards and the trash emptied out of the bags. So now there was garbage everywhere, and I had to scoop all the trash back into the bags. To make matters worse, it was a windy night, so the trash was blowing everywhere. And it wasn't a lot of fun trying to chase all that stuff down in the dark. I spent an hour picking trash out of Mr. LaRocco's bushes, but I should have remembered that he works the night shift and leaves at that time. 